guys ain't been in the building for two years now with this cooker. All right, but I'll tell you right now. All right, if you're in the damn building, you walk into our locker room, you ain't seen that crap you saw before. All right? You ain't seeing guys right now playing vacations. You ain't seeing golf clubs in front of players' locker. You ain't seeing that stuff. Okay? Oh, but you'll see golf clubs in front of my locker. Uh, welcome. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast about news, narratives, takes, and gambling. I'm your host, Nick. We're going to do this. It's been a while. I hope you and yours had a happy Christmas, Merry New Year, etc. How did you do that on purpose? I don't know. Does it really matter? We have a lot to catch up on. Uh, the holidays are notably dope for sports. So we're gonna do some we're, we're gonna do some catching up, but we're also just gonna hit the ground running. So that was Joe Judge. He went on an 11 minute rant following the ass whipping that the terrible Chicago Bears laid on his football team, who just does not understand understand how touchdowns work. Joe Judge doesn't really understand how football works. Similar to Brian Kelly, he seemed to develop a bit of a southern accent there, which, um, well, that's kind of fun, I guess. Uh, weird. Joe Judge, apparently, there are reports that he will be coming back as the New York football Giants head coach. I would recommend against it, but then what the hell do I know? Okay, so uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about some basketball stuff going on in Philly. We're going to talk about what's going on with the Super Bowl and COVID, but we're going to start with the Joker. No vac. Djokovic. Let's just see if I have. Bam. Now is it over? Bam. Bam. Look at that. Look. Do we have the internet? Do, do, look at the internet. Look how much fun the internet can be when you touch the right buttons. Boom. So here's the situation with Novak Djokovic, the greatest tennis player in the world, one of the greatest tennis players of all time. He is responsible for the death, possibly, of tens of thousands of people across Europe, having one of the largest super spreader events uh, that we have tracked during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, he did not care. He had a huge party, and then many, many countries had the pandemic before the vaccine. So now he didn't want to get the vaccine, and he somehow got some sort of medical exemption. However, Australia, who can't get as much vaccine as other countries, is super-duper pissed off at him. And so he arrived at uh, the Melbourne airport. This was earlier this week. I don't know. Wednesday in Australia is Thursday here. I don't know what the hell when it was exactly depending on what time zone you're in. He arrived in Melbourne, and he had this medical exemption that he thought would work, but because there's some sort of passport situation and because Australians were super pissed at him, they were like, yeah, bud, you're not getting in. You're not vaccinated. You're not getting in. And then he lost his mind, and I believe I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure he's been deported. Uh, this is a quote from the Victorian sports minister. Quote, the federal government has asked if we will support Novak Djokovic's visa application to enter Australia. Quote, we will not be providing Novak Djokovic with an individual visa application support to participate in the 2022 Australian Open Grand Slam. We've always been clear on two points. One, visa approvals are a matter, a matter for the federal government. And two, medical exemptions are a matter for doctors. Bam. This is particularly a big deal because he's won like everything many times in a row and he can continue his streak. Allegedly, but um, it doesn't appear that he's going to get the chance to do that, which, man, if there's anything he could do to rectify the situation, to get into the country, like getting vaccinated would probably solve that. And this is going to change history, which it sucks to suck, bro. I don't know what to tell you. It sucks to suck. Speaking of sucks to suck, let's move on to Danny Green. Danny Green is some sort of guard for the Philadelphia 76ers, I think. He won a national championship with the North Carolina Tar Heels back in the day. He also won a world championship with 
trying to remember. I think the Lakers and the Spurs, maybe? Definitely with the Spurs, but I think maybe the Lakers. He went on some sort of podcast where he talked about how Philly fans are a little too harsh and doesn't like the booing. Uh, Darius Slay also came out and said, stop booing us. And so fans are, or <laughs> players are starting to speak out, which is weird because in, in this era of player empowerment, uh, they can do whatever they want, these players. They really they can do whatever they want. If they want to change organizations because they don't like getting booed in Philly, they're going to do that, and Philly's just not going to be able to stop them. However... Danny Green said that, and then he did something super interesting, which I find just amazing. Um, he had one of the worst stat lines in the history of professional sports, is what he did. He played 24 minutes of basketball and somehow managed no stats. Did you hear what I said? That's 0, 0.0 assists, 0 rebounds, 0 blocks, and 0 steals. He, are we sure he played? We'll see if Danny Green noticed that. because he wanted. This is all stemming from criticism that Dwight Howard had regarding the Sixers' treatment of Ben Simmons, and now Danny Green's on the same thing. You have to, you have to be nice to us. No, you can do whatever they want. And uh, Ben Simmons isn't good enough to make a difference anyway, so and he also just making so much money. So I, I'm, I'm with Philly on this one. Yeah, I mean, you could be right, but also they're paying you, and you sign the contract, and Philly has not changed ever. It's so unbelievably predictable the way that Philadelphia is. Let's listen to Aaron Rodgers, who got criticized by some MVP voter who said he won't. <sighs> he made a vaccination joke. This is funny. There's an MVP voter that said they won't vote for Aaron Rodgers because he's a huge jackass. That person's name is Hub Arkush. I don't know who that is. Quote, I think he's a bum, an absolute bum. His problem is he's not vaccinated. All right, so let's listen to what Rodgers had to say. Maybe just this season make it the most vaccinated player. That's what he said. Um, after what you said last week about what it would mean think of one of the fifth organization. And Shut up. I think he's an absolute bum. There he goes. Let's do it. He doesn't know me. I don't know who he is. No one knew who he was probably until yesterday's comments. But uh-huh. I mean, to and I listened to the comments, but to say he had his mind made up in the summertime, in the offseason, that you know I had zero chance of winning the BP, in my opinion, should exclude you know, future, future votes. Um, you know, his problem isn't with me being a bad guy or the biggest jerk in the league. Because he doesn't know me. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know anything about me. Everybody you know, knows I've never met him. I've never had lunch with him. I've never had an interview with him. Um, his problem is I'm not vaccinated. You know, so if he wants to go on a crusade and collude and come up with a, an extra letter uh -huh. to put on the award just for this season and make it the most valuable vaccinated player, then he should do that. But he can. I don't know. I don't know how back, uh, MVP voting works. But I know people vote for dipshittery all the time for whatever they want. Um, if the guy doesn't want to vote for him because he's not vaccinated, he should do that. But you should sh shut up about it. That would be my recommendation. Uh, the state of California has extended its indoor mask mandate to February 15th, which is a problem for the National Football League. Because the Super Bowl is being played indoors on February 13th, and they have told the state of California and the city of Los Angeles in no uncertain terms, if that is a fact in the next two or three weeks, we will be moving the Super Bowl, and you will not be getting your bid back anytime soon. Um, it's going to Dallas, is the rumor. Uh, Vegas will be the host of the Super Bowl next year, and then the year after that, I think it's... I love New Orleans and Phoenix as much as the next person, but... Porque no los other stadiums. The Super Bowl was sweet in Minnesota. And Detroit should get a shot, too. 
what are we doing? In Tampa, the Super Bowl blows in Tampa. People don't want to go to Tampa. No one wants to go to Tampa or Jacksonville. Regardless, it will be indoors at in Dallas. That is the confirmation. This is coming from WFAA, which is a radio station in Dallas or whatever. And this is mask indoor mask mandate for the state of California being extended two days past the Super Bowl. So they're going to have to change and make a special exception for the National Football League soon because the Super Bowl preparations take forever. And today is what January something. Say sixth January sixth. So we're we're, we're Five weeks away. We're less than five weeks away from Super Sunday. Uh, yeah, they're going to move it. It's going to be moved, and L.A. will not be getting it back for, like, years. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I, I think the state of California, they made the San Francisco 49ers during the pandemic play in Arizona, which is fine. I think that was pre-vaccine, and pre-vaccine, you had to do what you had to do to protect the most populated state and the most populated cities uh, in the hemisphere, some of the most populated cities in the Western Hemisphere, top 10 or 20 or so in San Francisco and L.A. But now that's not the case. People are vaccinated. Uh, Omicron, you let different health experts say different things. However, uh, it's kind of a bummer for L.A., but at the same time, I understand it. it we live in a country, and if, if the NFL wants to take their business elsewhere, they want to take their business elsewhere. It sucks to suck, but that just is that's just how it goes. I mean, I really don't know what else to say about that. Uh, got a really interesting uh, situation from Brandon Spikes, the former middle linebacker for the New England Patriots. He revealed via a, a screenshot that he's still friends with Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick is actually friendly. So on May 14th, uh, Bill Belichick texted Brandon Spikes, thanks for the B-Day wishes. Sorry to be so far behind on my texts. Best, comma, BB. See it? About comma, BB. Then... In December, Brandon Spikes messaged Bill Belichick, you went old school on them boys last night, coach. Straight December football. Mm, bicep emoji. I love it. Great win. And then, two days later, thanks, B. Tough game. Good to win in Buffalo. We are learning the lessons of physical and mental toughness. We are learning the lessons of physical and mental toughness. What an effing coach, man. Last night reminded me of my games I coached at Giants Stadium. At. He used the at sign with Giants Stadium and capitalized it. That's the attention to detail that makes him excellent. Remind me of many of my games I coached at Giant Stadium with tough defense, running game, and a lot of win. Hope things are going well on your end. Best, BB, a.k.a. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is human, folks. You love to see it. You you absolutely love to see that kind of thing. All right, so uh, oh, we had a sassy ref off. Yeah, you heard me. Here's a ref from the Detroit Red Wings game against, I don't know, was it Washington? Yeah, Washington Capitals? I don't really know. But let's, let's listen to this ref, and if you can see it on the screen, this dude gets sassy. Listen to how, what he says here. All right. Giovanni Smith and someone else, Giovanni Smith and the Red Wings and someone else got in a, a, a five minutes for fighting. How, what, what do you got to say about this? Uh, what is this, Macaulay? Here we go. Mixing up with Middleton. Look at him. Watch this. Oh, one more time. Oh, what a guy. What a guy. What a bro. That's so incredible. Oh, man. You love to see that. Now, I want to find this other clip of this ref. I had it queued up, and then, you know, Twitter hates everything. So, oh, yeah, we're going to have to talk about Christian Erickson. He did an interview with Barstool Sports and some other people about wanting to play again. That's the guy that died on the field. Oh, hey, watch this. This ref. So, you do a mic check, right, when when you're making a call. This is a football ref. Doing a mic check. This is a green team versus Tennessee. Who's the green team? Got to be Jacksonville, right? I don't know. All right, listen to this guy. Here we go. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Wait. Hey, hey, listen hey, to the crowd. 
Pass interference. That is defense. So incredible. One more time. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, that happened. Yeah, I, mean, I really don't know what to say about that. That happened. Okay. The Manning cast happened for the final time, the uh, final week of the season, and it had a weird rating situation. So the total viewership for the Manning cast was $1.5 million on ESPN2. That was the one that had uh, Bill Cowher, Goodell, Snoop Dogg, and Aaron Rodgers. Um, 13.5 million, 13.2 million viewers in total for the entire Monday Night Football broadcast across ESPN networks. So that means that like, now that we have some mathematical data, the question is, are new people watching football or are old people watching football just somewhere else? The biggest Manning cast was for week eight Giants and Chiefs. That was 1.96 million. Um, it was only 11% of the total audience anytime there was a Manning cast. And my, the answer to your, this question is no, I don't think anybody knew who watched Monday Night Football because Peyton and Eli were on it and it was not accessible to that it can't be on espn it has to be on twitch i mean i don't know we can't keep having this conversation if it's on twitch i think people would do it i think other randos i think there are twitchers who would twitch around and be like oh these are some nerds <laughs> they probably i bet that there are there are there are millions of people on twitch who would watch a stream of american football and not know that peyton and eli were like who they were <laughs> that would be hilarious and it would make so much money it would make so much money I don't know why you wouldn't do it. All right, we'll get out of here on this. Last night, Sidney Crosby got in a fight. The Penguins were down. They were down 3-1. to one. Yeah. Let's take a look at him. The nose, he's leaking, so he's going to go in for some repairs. Look at like Sid. Penguins end up winning the nose. game. 5-3. to three. Sidney Crosby scored 30 seconds after coming back out on the ice. I'll be back better than ever tomorrow. We're going to kick off the year. I plan on doing this for about another year or two. I Right now, I only have 20 subscribers on Spotify. If we get to 100, I will agree to be back and better than ever for maybe for the rest of my life. Who knows? It's also available on YouTube, maybe some quick TikTok and Instagram. We'll see what happens. 